is nothing more inspiring than a woman being unapologetically herself. The answers are all in your heart. She's waiting, she's waiting, she's waiting for you to set her free. Welcome to Be You Podcast. I'm Jill Herman and I am so glad you're here. I was broke, insecure, and craved approval. But with grit, hustle, and sacrifice, I still built a successful multi-million dollar business. 10 years in, burnout, I slowed down and looked inward. In that silence, I discovered that the same level of success could have come to me with much less effort and so much more joy. That's when I threw out the expectations of the world and chose to unbecome every single thing I thought I was supposed to be. And the real me was uncaged. It was far from easy. And in this podcast, I'll offer my entire journey as a roadmap so that if you're ready, you can finally be you. So here we are one year from when the very first episode was recorded. It's really, really hard to believe. And in addition to that, next week will be our 100th episode. So I'm going to say ahead of time, thank you so much for being here. You won't want to miss episode 100. I have something special planned for you. And if you text me and join our text community, we'll tell you all about the Zoom event, Zoom party that we're going to have at the end of October, on October 28th. Again, the number is 260-217-4675. And just a reminder, I do not bombard you with a bunch of text messages. I send messages that are encouraging and inspiring and thought-provoking. And they come either once a week or once every couple of weeks. Also, that group is the first group to find out what's going on with BU Collective. So I'll be sharing a little bit more about what's going to happen on October 28th. And also, you'll want to text to find out what's happening with the podcast because we have a big shift starting in about a week. Actually, two, two big shifts. And I'm a little nervous, but in alignment with what we're talking about today, it was a full body yes. So that's why we're moving forward. So you, I'm sure you've heard people say, if it's not a hell yes, then it's a no. I somehow was late to the party. I'm sure that's been said for years, but I think I heard that for the first time a couple of years ago, or maybe I saw it on social media and it stopped me dead in my tracks. You know, we've talked about people pleasing and saying yes for the wrong reasons and saying yes to, you know, things we don't want to do, things we're not excited about, things that don't fill us up, doing it for the approval of others, et cetera, soothing ourselves and soothing and licking a wound that hasn't healed yet. But I feel like there's a little bit of a distinction between if it's not a hell yes, it's a no, and the idea of something being a full body yes. And it's probably the distinction as I'm speaking, I'm realizing it's probably just the difference between tuning into the body and just talking mindset. So if it's not a hell yes, it's a no is great advice. But I feel like it can still be a yes if you're not really checking in with your body. So there are times when you and I will say yes to friends, say yes to even our own spouse or partner, or say yes to a kiss on a date, say yes to a commitment, say yes to a project at work, 
sometimes we actually seek it out. We're not even asked. We're, we're raising our hand and saying, choose me, choose me. Show me that I'm worthy. Show me that I'm enough. I'll show you. I'll show you. And we raise our hand. Other times people ask us and we answer before we've even asked ourselves. Have you ever done that? I bet you have. I, I have too. Where the answer is just a quick yes. There are certain people in my life that even just recently I did a real check with myself that they almost had like a special card. They almost had a special pass to my yes. Like with everybody else, it was like, oh, if it's not a full body yes, it's a no. If it's not a hell yes, it's a no. Unless it's so-and-so. Because I still had a story with that person. I still had a bit of people pleasing or, or wanting to be accepted by them or wanting to be in their cool circle. And I found myself sometimes saying yes to them but I was still kind of arrogant, like, well, I don't do that with anybody else, so I'm fine. So I would have come on here telling you that, oh, I don't do that anymore. I've totally evolved from that. The truth is, there were a few people that still got the old me. Got, not get. <laughs> I'm coming into my 50th birthday in November, and I had a psychic and an intuitive tell me about a year ago that things were really going to shift when I turned 50. And I don't believe that because they said it, then saying it was just confirmation, affirmation of what I already was sensing was coming. Um, no, I don't think I'm going to pick up a winning lottery ticket on my actual birthday, November 17th. That would be great if I did. But I can feel that the second half of my life is really going to be amazing. Not that the first half hasn't, but I've had a lot of lessons and a lot of pain and a lot of struggle and trauma that I've never even shared here in my first 49 years. Yes, absolutely not as much as some people and a lot more than others. And I will always have struggles, right? That's the way life is. And as we evolve and as we level up, we're going to face challenges. I still have a lot of healing to do and releasing, et cetera. And I can just feel that my 50th birthday is a significant birthday for me, not because Hallmark says so, because it's 50, not because of the number, but I feel in my body that it's going to be very significant. So I decided just the other day in realizing there are still a few people who are basically, you know, living rent free in my head and getting my yeses when I want to say no, that that ended, that that's done. And a few weeks back, I took a sharp right turn that no one saw coming, including me. That's what I love about this. When we're tuning into our body, our intuition, our body will tell us one thing when our head is telling us something else, when our actions and our words are telling us something else, when society and everyone outside of us might be pointing a different direction. Remember the scarecrow in The Wizard of Oz? You know, which way? This way. And he had points right and left. I feel like that happens a lot when we're not tuning into our intuition, into our body, into our, that true north, that true GPS. And a few weeks back, I was standing in my apartment where I am right now, and I had started a side hustle in something called social retail, which I highly recommend, by the way. Anybody who is allergic to the idea of direct sales or network marketing, anyone who has sort of been burned in those or anyone who's just kind of afraid of them and they just don't feel right to them. Or if you're in those industries and you're feeling stuck and burnt out, social retail is an amazing business. So I'm still a huge fan and I will, I will promote that all day. I had started a business in social retail unexpectedly six days before my major surgery, the removal of my breast implants on July 21st. So around the 16th, I think of July, on a quote-unquote whim, it wasn't on a whim, it was an intuitive 
hit or download or drop in, whatever you want to call it, where my body said, go do this. That's what God was telling me to do. Yes, I'm getting to a point here. I'm off on a bunny trail, but it's all coming together. Trust me. So I launched that business and shocked the hell out of everybody, including myself. I mean, like, what the hell? Who does that? Who launches an online business six days before major surgery in a different state, four hours away, knowing that I was going to have at least a month of downtime, not even be able to use my arms for two full weeks, and months of detox and recovery. Why would I do that when I've got this podcast that I love and things were just starting to slow down in my life? A couple of my kids are moving out of the house. Why would I do that? Well, I did that because I felt a full body yes. My brain didn't understand, but I, I followed it because the prompt was clear. And I don't regret it at all, at all, at all. So why am I telling you that? Because it goes with the theme of what we're talking about today. If it's not a full body yes, then it needs to be a no. What does it feel like to get a full body yes? And what happens when that full body yes makes no sense to even your own brain? So when I launched that business, I I said to my husband, you're not going to believe this, but I actually just signed on with social retail. I've become a social marketer and I'm going to do this on the side. He's like, Joe, what in the world are you doing? I love you and I support you. I trust you, but really, are you sure about this? I said, yeah, I'm really sure. And the reason I know it's the right thing is because it feels aligned in my heart and in my gut and in my soul. And my head is saying, what are you doing? I knew that there was a reason, but I didn't know what. After I started the business, this is what I realized. I was meant to do it for a few reasons. One, I was meant to do it because I, not everybody, again, remember our messages from our creator and our dharma, our life plan, our purpose, all of that, it's not a conference call. It's not a group text. It's between you, like me, myself, and I, and that includes God. So the prompt to do that made sense, right, to the me, myself, and I. And I didn't know what the reason was, though. Logically, it made no sense, but I just went with it. I had a blast with it. It was highly profitable. I mean, almost like hardly doing anything and money was coming in and sales were happening and people were joining the business and people were thanking me and excited saying, oh my gosh, I've never had so much fun, et cetera, et cetera. So everything was great. And I realized about four weeks in why I was doing it. I was texting with a friend and I said, I'm going to tell you what, now I understand why I was meant to do this. I was meant to do this for a few reasons. One, other people may not need this, right? Again, it's not a group text or a conference call, but I know that I needed, even if it's for a brief time, to sort of have a do-over. Like my ending in network marketing slash direct sales, the company I was with doesn't really identify with either one. So I say slash. My ending in that business was so brutal and so hurtful. And you've heard me mention it before. And I had two years in that business where I really wanted to be gone. And and I was listening to my husband and, and also codependent with my team and enmeshed and afraid to hurt people. And so I had two years of that. And I had a full year of understanding that I should have been making way more money compared to what other companies paid, like way more. And so for those reasons, this new business, I realized now for sure, needed to happen, even if it was for a brief time, for me to be able to have a do-over, just to experience, to take a taste, to take a bite of, to take a nice big gulp of what it feels like to be paid what I'm worth, what it feels like to have a business that has technology that's not from the dinosaur era, but it's actually like current and modern and works well, to 
have that punchy, fun, excited part of me get activated, and this goes to the other reason I know I was meant to do it, during a time when I was going into surgery and recovering from surgery, and it was a nice distraction from the pain and from feeling helpless, literally not being able to use my arms. It was a nice distraction from that. And also, that was a part of me I had lost, that sort of punchy, fun, excited. Not that I don't feel that way about this podcast, but it's a, it's a part of me it's hard to describe. It's the, there's a go-getter in me. And I don't want her to be in the driver's seat all the time, but it was fun to put her in the driver's seat for a little while to remind myself, you know, let's see what this girl's got. So I'm, I'm really excited for that reason that I did it. And I also realized that it was meant to outweigh or maybe sort of counterbalance the heaviness, not negativity, there's a difference, heaviness of the trauma-informed coaching certification that I was getting that was so intense and such a commitment and also just heavy because of what we were learning and experiencing and studying and healing. And so that business was a nice balance to all that. It was also a nice balance to some things that were happening in my home life. And it just was great. And speaking of full body, yes, a few weeks back, I was standing in this apartment. See, I told you I would get back to my point. I'm like a, I think I said this before, I'm like a self-diagnosed, unmedicated ADD. (laughs) And I'm just like, take bunny trail after bunny trail. And then I see a squirrel and then I go back and I see something shiny. So thank you. Sometimes you have to buckle up because it's a bumpy ride, but I think you know where I'm going here. So I was in this apartment a few weeks ago. And so all in with that business, not as far as spending tons of time on it. It didn't need that. That's the beauty of social retail. You don't have to do that. And every time I turned around, something positive was happening with it. You know, see, if you have to force or you have to chase something, it was not meant to be, right? If you can just sit back and allow, now sit back doesn't mean not work, but if you can allow and get get into that divine feminine energy and not be forcing and controlling and pushing and chasing and it grows, First of all, that's a beautiful place to be. But secondly, it's it's a real confirmation from the universe that this is supposed to be in your lap because I didn't have to push it, force it at all. Lots of positivity. And I was standing in this apartment. Again, here I go back to the story. And texting with a friend of mine, my friend Ellie. Ellie was a guest on this podcast. Um, I don't remember which episode, but she and Amy Batuski own a business and have a community called Desire on Fire. In fact, I'm going flying to California this weekend for the in-person live 200 woman Desire on Fire event. I'm so excited about it. It's a big thing for me. So I was texting with her and just talking about life because we're friends. And I said, here's what I've realized. I realized that the reason I was meant to do this business, because she and I used to work together in the other company, is this. And I said, everything I just told you. It was serving a purpose for this. It was doing this. It was doing that. And then I put my phone down and I looked over at my whiteboard. And my whiteboard, I had all these names of people that had expressed interest that I was going to get back to. And I had also my whole organization sort of written out like a business plan. And I looked over at it and my body said something that I didn't expect. My heart just kind of sunk. And I looked at the whiteboard and I realized, oh my God, this chapter is ending. What? You know, I mean, I'm this where I'm the queen of left turns. I'm the queen of pivoting, 
right? I had a friend that said that to me. She's like, I've never seen someone pivot so much. If you've ever had your human design read or done, have you ever done that? Human design? Uh, mine is emotional manifesting generator. So I'm a manifesting generator. And I've realized, I've learned, I mean, that for manifesting generators, that's who we are. If something doesn't feel in alignment anymore, we will just drop it and just move on. Like we have to be able to reinvent ourselves. We like to be able to take left turns unexpectedly. And that's how we thrive. It doesn't mean we don't commit to things. It doesn't mean we can't do something for a long period of time. But there are times when we need to do that and other people won't understand. And that's just true to our nature. So I could this quickly. I looked at the whiteboard and I did what we, I talk about with you week after week. I put my hand on my heart center, my other hand on my belly. Remember the nurturance canal? Took several deep breaths. Really just sat with myself. And breathed into, what are you feeling right now? What do I need to hear right now? What is my lesson with this? What's the message coming through? And I sat there for quite a while. And the message that came through was, what if you didn't do this anymore? How would you feel? So I asked myself, this is making money and a lot of money quickly without much effort. It is fun. It's serving a purpose, which I explained before, like a three-part, very clear purpose. And I'm helping other people. And I asked myself the question. And the answer was, I asked myself, how will you feel if you don't do this? How will you feel if you keep doing this? And my body gave me a very clear answer. Now, my brain said, don't be dumb. Keep doing this. You're going to be making $10,000 a month in about 60 days from now. And it will be residual income. It's just going to keep growing. This is a no-brainer. The business is ingenious. You love everyone you work with. You're having fun. You love your team. You've never had a team like this before. But I wasn't asking my brain. You see, all of my friends and everyone outside of me would have told me what my brain just told me. But remember, it's not a group text. It is not a conference call. It's not a group decision. When you make decisions that are best for you, truly for you, for your highest good, it is for the highest good. It doesn't need to, and it probably won't make sense to other people. It sounds selfish. But remember, making decisions that look selfish many times, many times, that's the most selfless thing you can do because it is so purposeful for your purpose in this world, your dharma. And if you follow that, you are being a servant. You're being a light in this world. You're encouraging others to do the same, but you also need to stay on your path to serve your purpose. So I looked at the whiteboard and I realized I need to be done. I need to be done. I walked over and there are some things you, that you should you know, really sleep on and sit with for a while, right? So I didn't make a drastic decision to actually leave the company, but here's what I did decide. I erased the entire whiteboard. Oh, can you imagine names of people that they were interested? And I, I believe so strongly in energy and I believe so strongly, have such strong faith in God that if they were meant to get these products or partner in this business with me, it will happen. But I'm not doing anything about it. I erased everything. I walked over to my computer and this company is so amazing. They actually let you take people in your business and your team, they call it, and move them around and I put anyone who might need something, which 
again, in that business, I'll do a whole episode on it at some point, but you really don't need to do any coaching and mentoring. The system is so simple. It's pretty amazing. But still, I didn't want to put any kind of burden on Kayla, my business partner. That wouldn't have been fair. So I took some of the people that were directly sponsored by me and I put them under different team leaders, under team leaders, under these two women. And so I, I ended up with two, including my own kids. I even moved my own kids. That's how strongly I believed in this. And I ended up with two strong legs or teams and had a talk with everybody. Everyone was super supportive. Talked to the two women who I gifted some business to, but they deserved it and attracted it and earned it. Let me be clear. And they were excited. And I said, you know what? I need to take a few weeks to decide what I'm going to do. So the old me, because I'm so great at reacting instead of responding, I'm so great at having that hair trigger response instead of really sitting with things. Because remember, what happens when you have a lot of trauma in your past and you have trauma that is unhealed, your nervous system doesn't feel comfortable sitting with anything. Secrets, surprises, bad news, decisions, nothing. It wants it quick and fast. And that's been the story of my life. But I've healed a lot, right? So I did make that quick decision, but it wasn't a permanent one. It was just the quick decision was that I'm not making a permanent decision for a couple of weeks and I'm going to sit with it. But what I am doing is completely pulling away. Why? Because you have to pull away from distraction to be able to really tune into the answer, right? You should do like a 30-day social media detox. Don't watch anyone else's content. Don't look at anything that anyone else is doing or maybe even longer than that and really get into yourself to figure out, for example, what do I want to do with my life? What business do I want to start, et cetera? What do I want my brand to be? So for me, I made it clear to everyone, I'm going in, like in, in, in. So you won't be seeing me. You won't be hearing from me. And everybody was great with it. And by the way, I didn't plan on telling you any of this today. The topic is morphing into this. It's a great, perfect example, illustration of, of this topic of needing things to be a full body yes and understanding the difference between a full body yes and a yes from your head or from people pleasing, et cetera. And what do you do when something isn't a full body yes and what do you do when it is? So with this decision, I decided to sit with it, as I said, for a while. We've talked about not needing and living for the approval of others and yet still having a very short, 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 short list of people whose opinions truly matter to you. Like for me, my husband's opinion matters to me. Of course, my opinion matters most for myself. My husband's opinion, my, I'll I'll just give you a couple. And two others would be our two coaches, Christine Hassler and Steph Sifondos. And so I ran it by both of them and they both said the same thing. I told them separately and they both said, sit with it. Don't make any decisions right now. Move your body, get out into nature, do breathing, do do whatever work you need to do to move these feelings and it will become very clear to you what you need to do. And so um, remember me leaving or me staying had to be a full body yes because that's how I live my life now. It has to be a full body yes or it's a no. So day after day, I didn't have an answer and I got really comfortable with not having an answer, which is so new for me, but it felt so good. I felt so mature. So I don't even remember when, guys, but at some point, a couple weeks later, maybe, I woke up and realized what the lesson was. I realized that it was a full body yes to stay in the business, have my name in the system, like not resign, 
still be an owner of this social retail business and at the same time, not do a damn thing to move it forward. Why? Doing what's uncomfortable and what doesn't feel natural is such a growth opportunity. And for me, with my history of people pleasing and guilt and low self-worth and and codependency and enmeshment and owing people and living for other people and putting myself last, just imagine how challenging it is for me to decide, not only am I going to keep my name in the system and keep my business, but not do anything to move it forward. And better yet, whipped cream, sprinkles, and cherry. Holy shit. You ready for this? It's going to challenge, Jill, every story you have about yourself. Need for approval, need to be liked, all of it. The message that I got very clearly was that I was going to do it in a way that would, it could invite people to be frustrated with me or to judge or to be disappointed. And I was okay with it. I was signing up for, I'm willing to be misunderstood to follow my true north. Just because I work with these people, they have their own business and I did not promise them anything. I didn't recruit them. They all came to me and I need to live my life. I can't have a podcast called Be You. It's not called Be Her. I can't live that way. I can't have a podcast and talk like this and and say that I'm living this way and then not live this way. So the decision I made, so counterintuitive and, and challenging to every story I have about myself and every wound I have, is to stay in the system, as I said, keep the business, which means get paid, and not do anything to drive the business forward, not do anything to participate in any way, assume greatness in all these women, assume that they know where to find their answers, assume that they know what to do, understand that the system works and the business works. They don't need me. But here's the other thing. And be willing to receive, to be okay with receiving that income every month. That's the biggest challenge for me. Because if I had deleted myself from the system, it makes more sense, right? Oh, it's just so much more noble. See, that goes with my martyrdom, my old bullshit. I'm going to remove myself from the system, from this business, like totally delete myself because that way I can be a good girl. I can be the nice Jill and everybody will go, oh, she is so selfless. Look at her. Like that's what I almost did. But thank goodness I sat with it for a while. No one else asked me to do that, by the way. This was my old stuff coming up. Remember when you're about to level up, when something big is coming, you know, you will be faced with challenges to allow you to practice that. Like if I'm really going to break open and be me, as I've been growing with you over this last year, here's a challenge. How about this? How about you have a business and you got all excited about it and then you out of the blue, only seven weeks in, tell everybody, I'm stepping out, but by the way, I'm still in. I'm just choosing not to be involved and I won't be interacting with you and we're not gonna have those daily chats that we had before and you're on your own and I'm still gonna collect a paycheck. See, the programming from the industry of direct sales and network marketing is that is bad and wrong. Like literally, I just a few weeks ago saw one of the owners of a huge network marketing company in Europe saying on Facebook, you've got to be the pace call for your team, right? That's the old bullshit, that old mentality that you are responsible for your organization. You're responsible for your team. Everything is top down. Well, in that industry, that's not true. It is if I own a company and I'm the CEO and the president, 
and people work for me, but not in that industry because no one works for you. Everyone's an independent distributor, but they keep everybody codependent that way. So anyway, that's my little illustration of a full body yes. It was a full body yes. How did I know that? Because once I made that decision, oh, it was like taking your broth at the end of a 16-hour day, right? It was like taking your shoes off after you've worked a 16-hour shift as a nurse and you take your shoes and socks off, take your bra off and you just sit down and you're like, oh, thank God. That's how it felt. Now, was it a relief because there was something bad? No, but I stepped into my divine feminine. I stepped into myself and into my own power. And you know what? The women on that team were not just supportive. They were like, you go, girl. That's so inspiring. Totally love it. Like they were so excited. My business partner, Kayla, was like, you do you, girl. Go for it. Like literally all positive and love. And and then I realized, oh my goodness, thank you, God. What else is happening here? It's another lesson. Remember I said I needed a bit of a do-over? Remember that in the other company, I wanted so badly to leave and I was so afraid of hurting everybody and so afraid that everybody would judge me. And then I saw other people leaving that company and they did get judged and just pummeled and stoned. I'm like, well, I'm not doing that. And then I got fired. This is the chance. God gave me a do-over. I got to say, peace out. I'm stepping away. Don't know if I'll be back. And I got that positive response from everybody who just loved me through it and they just cheered me on. I mean, it's such a gift, such a gift. So what happens when it's not a full body yes and we say yes anyway? It's like drinking poison, but you don't get poisoned right away. It takes time. Over a long period of time, it gets to you. If you and I are not like a full body yes, an authentic yes, if we don't say yes authentically, not for the other reasons, but an authentic yes, if we don't say yes authentically, then that means it's a yes resentfully. And saying yes resentfully causes way more problems than if we just would have said no to begin with. I don't want to say no because I'm afraid of X, Y, or Z, fill in the blank. Okay, hear me out here. I don't want to say no because, fill in the blank. If I say no, then what? Then what? It all comes down to, I'll be judged or I won't be approved of or I won't be liked or it's a fear-based statement. But whatever we're afraid of, just think of what that is for a minute. I'll give you a second. If I don't say yes to whatever this is, then what is it I, I, I'm afraid will happen? Now you hold that in your left hand right now. Now in your right hand is, you said yes, so you avoided what's in your left hand. However, it wasn't a full body yes. It was not an authentic yes, which means it was a resentful yes. Because yes, you will resent them over time. That passive aggressive energy will be coming from you, whether you believe it or not. So what you're holding in your right hand that looked like a shiny, beautiful apple is now moldy and rotten and squishy and disgusting. So what you were trying to avoid, which is in your left hand, by saying yes, if I say yes, then I won't, whatever, 
it won't happen. They won't, they won't judge me. They won't be mad at me. I'll get promoted, whatever. Because if I say no, then something bad will happen. That's in your left hand. But remember, in your right hand is the yes that isn't a real yes. It's not a full body yes. It's a lie. It's inauthentic. It's coming from fear, not from love. It's coming from that little girl who needs love, approval, safety. And it feels like a better choice right now. And it temporarily feels better. It absolutely feels better temporarily. But over time, that resentment will kill you. And remember, in addition to things being needing to be a full body yes, an authentic yes, a hell yes, but from your heart and your gut and your soul, from your body, you still get to change your mind. Say that out loud. I reserve the right to change my mind. I get to change my mind whenever I decide to. But wait a minute. Jill, I thought it was a full body yes. I thought you were all in. I thought you were so excited, but I was. That was yesterday. Not a conference call, not a group text. My life. You see, this is where the rubber meets the road. This is where we separate the women from the girls. And I mean that, literally. Is your wounded inner child driving the bus or are you? Be okay with being misunderstood so that you can have peace, joy, and an authentic, an authentic life. Because this is the only one you get. So even if it is an all-in yes, and you're sure it was supposed to be, that doesn't mean forever. It may change another time. And at that point, you get to change direction without defending, justifying, or explaining your decision to anyone. So as you go about your life, we'll be back together in a few days. Throughout this weekend, if you're listening on time, live, look at your previous yeses and nos, maybe list them out. Look at anything that comes to you right now and don't answer immediately. Anytime someone asks you to do something, commit to something, whatever, wait. Say, I'll have to get back to you. And then you tune into yourself. Is this a full body yes? If you're not sure if it's a full body yes, then it's not. You'll know. And the answer is going to be, that's not going to work for me. It's not going to be, I'm really sorry. This is why I can't. I really want to, but no. The answer is going to be, hey, gave it some thought. It's just not a full yes for me. I so appreciate you asking. It's not going to work for me. And that's going to feel really weird to just say that, but that's all you have to say. And it takes practice. And pretty soon it will feel like a nice worn in pair of shoes. All right. Love you guys. So excited about our 100th episode coming up. Thank you again for being a part of BU Collective. I love this so much and I love what we are doing together. And as a reminder again, breathe, love yourself and surrender. Surrender.